Hello and herzlich willkommen zum Aufdifresse BWXW Review Podcast in English. I'm Ian Hamilton and this is Mike Kilby when I get the mute back. Mike, how's it going? Hello. Uh, I am unmuted, aren't I? <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You're wonderful. Do apologize. Um, yes, hello there. I'm good. How are you? Uh, busy summers uh, really hitting us thick and fast. Um, I think since we last recorded... Uh, I think the last time I recorded was the day before Sunland at Wembley, which I yes. remember the day after I want to forget. Um, but yeah, absolutely fantastic actually seeing my team get promoted at Wembley. Uh, first time since, well, first time they've won in front of a crowd since 1973, which once in a lifetime. Yeah, it wasn't so lucky for Luton, but um, well, never mind. Yeah, no. six, we'll Is take it... six points off your next season, mate. Um, yeah, can well, sort of a bill afterwards. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, so we've had a few weeks of out shows and I think WXW, they're um, dropping them thick and fast. One a week. Uh, we've got two to talk about this week, uh, True Colours. And after over two years, we returned to Hamburg. That's Power Crowd is back. But we've got a few quick bits, uh, tidbits of news. Uh, we're not going to touch on Maggot in Super Strong Style. That's dropping in the next few weeks. So we'll talk about his fray there. Um, well, I've just dropped on demand everywhere, but uh, first up, progress on at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, it'll, it'll be like a line item, I guess. But uh, first, big news, I guess, Sense of Alter was on the shelf for I think he said about a month. Um, he had surgery things this past uh, this past week, so we've had two matches of Igor Blanc, or he's had two matches of Igor Blanc on the two shows without a cover. You know, they quickly did the um series. Explains why we did both so quick, but it's also meant that Broken Rules uh, tomorrow, as we record this, is being changed. Um, the advertised, let me not trip over this, tag team tables elimination match for the titles. It's now uh, Bobby Guns and Michael Knight against Rotten Flot. Um, Eagles replaced Bobby Guns in that scramble match. So, yeah, best wish through Sense of Alto and heal up soon and fast. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of um, when it when it rains, it pours, I think, from at the moment, because he quite recently had a, uh, was it a burglary or um, a break-in in his car or hotel or something? And he, yeah, he lost a, like a, he lost a lot of gear, gear didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, do do really um, feel sorry for him. Um, he's, he's had a rough couple of months or so. Um, hell of a, you know, he's, I always felt he's one of the, the underappreciated sort of workers in Europe as, as a, on a whole, really. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, all the best wishes to him. Say so fingers crossed we get something a little bit, get him back to his best in a couple of months or so. We're staying with the uh, French theme. Fight for Paris is back on the books. Uh, this was originally announced for this past January um, to yes. be a promoted show with APC. Uh, yeah, so it was meant to have taken place in January. It got cancelled because of COVID restrictions. It's now back in the box. Uh, it's going to be taking place at uh, Nantes Studio Jenny on July 10th. Uh, we'll touch like who's on the post and what have you later on. But yeah, I think last time we did a like two night term, so it's just one show. But um, yeah, Double X will be uh, working with the promotions again. Yeah, because this was because it was. Cancelled very last minute because obviously Omicron went a bit mad, didn't it? Yep, um, last variant uh, everyone speaks of. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> the last one that mattered really. Um, the um, yeah, because the, the last the 
the, it, I think it was literally like on the Thursday it got cancelled, wasn't it? It wasn't that far out, was it? Yeah, it was like quick. literally there would be been no packing up the game and about to set off and then, nope, it's... Uh, I, I, I remember I think the local government you know, didn't remove restrictions as expected. And, yeah, yeah. Nanterre is like, it's basically, it is Paris because it's uh, it's near La, La Défense, so it's um, yeah. quite central Paris, really, very heavily built up around there, so you can sort of get it. That's um, the uh, Wall of Mirrors, isn't it? Remember from the first show? Yes, quite possibly. Uh, yes, it is. Sorry, it is. It's the one that they tend to use for all their shows, really. Um, APC, but um, yeah, because it's it's a really it's surprisingly central that venue, um, and especially in a city like Paris, when you think about it. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's good that they are sort of getting back into some form of. Um, relationship i think you know the 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 apc guys um did very well i think when they came over for the showcase um show at, at um carrot yeah um obviously tristan archer has been he'll be in his fifth or sixth reign by the time that comes along um obviously igla bonk and sense have done very well and likewise with um not Tiago Montero, Rick Salem. Yeah, Tiago Montero and Rick, you know, Rick Salem's obviously done very well, um, sort of on the lower mid card. So there's a lot sort of going in the right direction, for, I think, for, for, um, from APC to WXW. Their approach, I think, seems to do the right thing, uh, in inverted commas. Um, but yeah, I feel there's, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot to be gained. There's a lot of impressive lads on that sort of, in that promotion and i think being able to work with i think the likes of i think dry school was on it um i can't remember who else was on the poster well we'll, we'll go for some yeah if you go for uh, it run up. But yeah there's a few names and one thing i noticed on the post which may be a bit telling but i'm gonna say we'll get to that um staying international well that's two bits of international uh we talked about the rotation uh he had a weekend in the states Armstrong or weekend yeah, so not only did he, well, I think it was all uh, tied in with uh, Speedball Mike Bailey and Vader Scott's wedding, which congratulations to the happy couple there. Um, In-ring, rotation had three matches, um, six-man tag for Future Stars Wrestling in Vegas, a four-way for Black Label Pro, and of course a scramble in uh, Game Changer Wrestling, what else do they do? Please don't come after me, bots, I know, I know. But um, yeah, three shows in America, some fresh eyeballs, and a couple of new fans, what I've seen online. Yeah, it came. It it was um, it was a lot of there was a lot of um, very positive um, reactions for rotation, which you know I'm absolutely delighted for. As I say, he's one of the one of the good guys. I feel like, um, and you know, being someone who's sort of contracted to the uh, the academy, he's one of the few sort of professionals um, sort of in in Europe, and you know, it's brilliant to see somebody um of his sort of stature get that big chance in the states um and uh you know he's a lot, everyone who works with him has good things to say about him which, which you know it's it's good and he's just got a style which lends itself a lot to sort of the current american indie style i feel like because there's a lot of lucha influence in there now nowadays which wasn't there probably three or four years ago yeah so uh, yeah, uh, builds for anything, but again, yeah, can't hurt having a couple of matches and having people wanting you back. So 
especially as I mean, weekend next year. Who knows? The rotation working and you know being getting over well with sort of the local guys out there is equally good because you think if you were if you're a I don't know any community <laughs> guys to be completely honest. I'm not going to throw a name out, but if you're one of these guys and you're thinking, well, do you know, what? I really enjoyed working with his rotation. That's the sort of thing. What, do you know what should we go and have a month in Germany? You know, that's that's you kind of think it's going to work quite well for not only the rotation but also potentially Americans coming over to Europe as well. So, and we kind of want to get back to that position, I think, really. Yeah, I mean, you just we talked last time. Um, New Japan's best super juniors wrapped up. Wheelie Utah had a spell in WXW. No, wasn't exactly held it. You know, it wasn't no, no uh, piggybacking on like a tag league or carrot weekend. But he had a month there. He did a lot of stuff training, what have you. So, yeah, it can only be positive both ways. Yeah, yeah. You like, you know, the period when we had Wheelie Utah over, we had. Um, uh, Fred Yehi, we had a sort of those sort of guys over. That was that was um, Chris Wolf and all that sort of thing. That was a great, great, great period in sort of the shotgun, the era. And I think that's sort of it'd be great to sort of get back to that sort of level, especially if they've got this this We Love Wrestling show coming up, where yep. you get the students and occasional people who fly in. That's going to be a great sort of thing to get involved with, I think. Yeah, and no, can be no pretty much non uh, as well as the tools. Uh, speaking of international to wrap this bit up, uh, I would say a much bigger name, but one a lot has been fondly waiting for. Tim Fatch has popped up again in pro wrestling Noah of all places. So I, I, I can't say I keep up with Noah's storylines, but there was a, there was a 10 man tag with a mystery partner. Uh, he was revealed as X with the old ring camp music, uh, tagging alongside Hideki Suzuki, who you know, they teamed, well, I wouldn't say team, but they've both been the. Uh, NXT Performance Center, you know, that run, which I'm sure you all want to forget. Tagging with Takashi Segura, Rene Dupree, and El Hidro del Dr. Wagner Jr. I mean, Tim Fasher and Rene Dupree, you know, allow assistance 2022. It's what we all expected, Mike, wasn't it? Yeah, a uh, big Portuguese and French uh, connection there. Um, yeah, it's, um, let's say, well, for a start, it's an absolute joy to sort of have him back in a in a promotion and out in Japan, it's it's not a it's I, there's I think there's more to be excited. Even though it is pro wrestling now in 2022, I I don't I'm not going to profess to be an expert in it. But everybody I seem to know who says anything about now it usually isn't positive. Um, but not yeah, I think, a few weeks now. No, no, definitely not. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's good to see. Like I said, I know there was there was talk amongst people who I speak to in that promotion. Uh, there was talk there was talks that obviously Tim was planning on being over in uh, sort of talks around sort of the start of twenty twenty before the WWE signing came around that he was going to be working for a uh, Japanese promotion sort of in the spring summer of twenty twenty. Um obviously WWE happened and COVID happened so that never came to anything but it seems that at least there's been a slight net positive from the WWE uh, retirement slash run, um, where obviously he's obviously spoken to um, Suzuki and it's put something together, I suppose. Um, and a great fit, really. And I think um, you don't, he's going to, I'd like to think he's going to be very, very well received by Japanese crowds. Um, I just hope it's not permanent 
Um, I hope it's just a he's going to spend three months there and then he can come over to Europe and spend three months there. Same kind yeah. of like Chris Ridgeway, he's just uh, wrapped up a short run. That being said, if we got Suzuki, uh, Hideki Suzuki and uh, Tim Thatcher for Tag Fest, brilliant. Like, all over that. I'd, I'd, I'd happily have Rene Dupree, Rene Dupree and Tim Thatcher over to begin with. <laughs> so much just talked up uh, because there's a big festival this weekend, Japan v Cyber Fight Festival, and Tim was actually booked on Marks. Yeah. Uh, 14 match cards, so if you're going to be watching it, no, okay, drinks and snacks ready, I guess. Uh, he's in a part of a 12-man tag. Uh, Takashi Segura, Kazuyuki Fujita, Masakitami, Daiki Inaba, and Shuhei Tanaguchi on one side. On the other side, Tim Thatcher, Simon Gotch, El Higo Del, Dr. Wagner Jr., Rene Dupree, and Michael Elgin, which... Yeah, that's... um, It's it's a team. Yeah, that's yeah, well, that's a bit of a disappointing. But, you know, it's... I, I'd like to think... Well... For a start, we wouldn't have to worry about Elgin coming to WXW because that's not going to happen. So, um, it's you'd like to think that um, you know, there's definitely different standards for a lot of those things out there. So, I think the to... main takeaway, you know, Tim was yeah. you know probably got a home in Japan right now, but even though it's moving to Gelsenkirchen, Timo, this home for you still waiting in Europe. Oh, 100%. I think um, I, I don't see any reason why that won't be a thing going forward. He's He's got a Portuguese passport. Um, there's absolutely zero restrictions on him working and living in Europe. So with that in mind, I don't see it. I I still think it's a when and not if, really, with Tim back in Europe. So um, I think the run in Japan is going to be very exciting. I don't think he's going to be there full-time. I don't think he's going to be there full-time like Brooks. You know? Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's something to keep an eye on, and it's the sort of thing I'll, I'll log on every every other every morning, and occasionally there'll be a Tim Thatcher gif on, on the timeline. So, and being yeah. a new one as well is always good. But uh, move on to uh, first for two WXW shows. Uh, they return to Dresden v Stromberg back in May. Uh, True Colors twenty twenty two. Yeah, like uh, True Colors last year, main event was Axel Tisha going for the title. But we'll start for Bob and work our way to the top. Like, um, yep. yeah, we'll not mention the results, but open the match, Sensor Volto, Eigel Blanc, uh, second match in the, I guess, impromptu series, I guess you'd say. Um, I yeah. probably spent on par the first one, you know, 13 and a half minutes, went at quite the pace. Um, yeah. Sensor got the equalizer, if you want to you know, use you know, sporting terminology, I guess. Uh, yeah, nice competitive outings, you know, Sensor, I say, equalizing the series. And this didn't have any of the nastiness I thought we saw in Pappenberg, you know, where there's that edge we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was a very, um, I think it was a very fairly fought match, if you can sort of say that. Um, I'll be honest, I've, I've not really been, I would say, kind of going on to this, the, the other match that happened. I've not really been the best, biggest fan of this series in general, because um, I don't really understand what... What happened, barring there's a little bit of tension, you know, is I don't think there was to be honest. I think more of it was well, just yeah, there was a little bit of tension, much. but not much. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't was... like I had a long losing streak. I think it you know, was maybe similar event where we've got a match we want to prove who's best, like the you know, the, the stock comp- you know, competitive match, but yeah, it wasn't really anything nasty. It was more we're not used to seeing Sen Volto having that kind of aggression in him, yeah. I suppose it wasn't a it wasn't a malicious rivalry. It was just kind of a 
let's let's see what we can do sort of thing and i suppose there's there's the whole there's the theory is you know stone sharpens stone in the sense that you know the only the only way you you're going to get better as a team is to know your own partner's weaknesses and strengths i suppose isn't there um yeah. so in a way actually this 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 technically really should make them even better as a team if we're talking sort of storyline wise and actually you know practically as well so in a way i kind of get it from that perspective but i don't feel like there was enough really said about why if you know yeah. I mean. again you know we talked earlier about the injury and the surgery and what have you maybe it was meant to be stuff in there and it got sped up or just to complete the series but yeah and i, mean, I think um we, we will go on to the ending in the the next match on the next card anyway but i just felt like it was just it was a bit rushed but then i think probably with the injury on top of it we wonder if that was probably why yeah uh speaking of injury um this we next segment stephanie may's not clear to compete uh there's something that was dropped online before the show where um last time moodle was given the opportunity to pick somebody else he turned it down, of course, this whole thing's been I have a fight with her or by myself. So the tag title match is a triple threat under handicap rules, I guess, on his side. Uh, which yeah. I guess you no know, you know, Doom was pretty much you no, know, the uh, the die was pretty much cast the second you know, they said Stephanie Mays wasn't there. And I think what we said it's an it's a knee injury again, which yeah, yeah. All the time. it's um not really looking good really for Mays at the moment, is it? Um it's any time she sort of gets any form of of um any time she gets any sort of like positive outcome it's within a month it's gone isn't it it's 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 a shame and i think it, it the star of the team i know i know we sort of there was a lot of including for yourself mudo was sort of the star of the closed set era but i feel like since you come back to the crowds it's not really there for me um Whereas I think Mays, every time they've had the matches, she's been the star, I think, of that team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a real, real shame for them. Um, I don't know whether... Because I don't know whether where, the, where Mudo really goes from here. Because I, I really don't think he's up to scratch. Uh, with, I think in since front of the came back, they've really, you know, hemmed in. It showed him up, I think. Stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, and again, we don't have a shotgun title lottery stuff. I wouldn't yeah. even think at this point he's you know in line for that. I mean, who knows? You no, know, so, so he might win belt, you no know, win the belt on the you no know, wheel of wrestling tapings this weekend. But yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see where he goes. Indeed, you no, know, what you know, what if anything to be you no know, keeping the sidelines with you know random matches. We'll move on. Obviously, we have they have a match later, but uh, two matches quick back to back. Bobby Guns over Lavaniel. Uh, I think we said last time out, you know, Lavaniel's kind of been put back in his place since that current main event. I thought this one, once we say it was a squash, but it was pretty much one-way traffic throughout. Um, yeah. Yeah, this um, was Bobby Guns, Bobby Guns in control show. Lavaniel back in his lane almost pretty much, isn't it? Um, yeah. Back at his level. Um, one thing I would say, I bloody love that um, Lariat to win. Um that was brilliant. Um, the, the, the Larry to win that match was great. Um, it was. It was. It was. Uh, RB tapes. Yeah, like if this had been, 
I, obviously, I think that there's a lot to be said about obviously Levaniel dropping down the story and being the story that he's dropping like a stone. There's a lot to be said about it, but there, there was just nothing really from Levaniel, was there, in this match? And if this had been Bobby Guns versus, I don't know, trying to think of a name. Um, I know he's not working there at the moment, but you know, if this had been Bobby Guns versus, you know, Golden Boy Santos, and he'd beat him like that, we'd kind of been like, okay, I can kind of get it because he's a trainee. Well, not a trainee, but he's sort of an academy right. guy rather than the low fringes. Yeah, yeah, he's sort of on the bottom pecking order. But you know, Levaniel was really, really there was no, there was barely any offense really, was there? Yeah, um, I mean, I think he tried this big finish, Ben Novatus got like I said, just literally pulled out of straight away and then quickly for finish. But again, yeah. you no, know, this playing the storyline, we can touch on that from the Hamburg stuff. Um, Eva Klasky over ba- uh, not over, lost to Baby Allison, her rematch for the women's title. And yeah, well, this is one from Carrot. No, I no. thought this one was it was, I mean, it wasn't bad, but to me, it just felt like it was there. Yeah, um, I feel like, uh, yeah, it wasn't as good as the one at Carrot. Uh, the one at Carrot I thought was really good. Um, it was really good for what it was, but I think um, that we are, we are kind of going into the sort of the trope that uh, Alison has got. I think Alison has say she's one of the most improved workers I've seen in a long time in WXW. Um, but I don't know if Kalaski's kind of there. She needs, I think, somebody she can get a bit of teeth in. And I think with Ava Everett, I think she, Ava Everett was was a very very good character was a very very good character um very unlikable very unlikable but also like she had good character work um she could work pretty decently um Eva Kalaski she can work quite well but the character is kind of she just decided one day at carrot to be grumpy um and that's kind of it really I don't I'm not yeah, really loving it. Development and again, I don't know whether you know, this is the long-term direction or, or what. Yeah. But I mean, like, the Stephanie stuff there—it's not like it's a lost cause, or far from it. But it definitely needs to be some bits, you know, tooled up to if we are going to keep going down this right, this way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, the, the, it's 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 unfair to compare it to the era when we had Melly, Melanie and we had Kelly and we had Tony Storm because it's that's obviously. That's very unlikely to be in a position like that again. But you know, you kind of look at the, you know, some of the some of the girls in the UK, and you think they would really do a good job, sort of, with Alison. I feel, and mm. um, you know, either either Kalaski, there's 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 nothing wrong with her as a worker. I just feel like she just they need to have a bit more than just three three girls. Yeah, and again, no, it, it feels like the this women's division has always perpetually been rebuilt. But yeah. Yeah, if, if they're sticking with three in women's division and you no know, can move on to you know, Ocean X, but if they're sticking with two or three in that division, then they need to you know, put some meat on the proverbial bones. Yeah. Well, sure. just you know, I'm no, I lost my title, I'm grumpy now. What you boo me, that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, speaking of Orshi, um, so there's a backstage thing, well, early today for Robert Dreisker, uh, you not know, talking about what happened 16 carat gold, and you find out he's um was what to say? He was surprised. It took me so long to snap, but seeing the roster cheer um, Jonathan Gresham over him, who was what you know pressed the button for him. Uh, then all of a sudden, boom! Mike drops on him, and turns out all she's been doing doing double duty, acting as sound crew and of course wrestler. Um, 
Jessica took a pot shot saying, oh, you're only here to wrestle on the small show in Leipzig, which and we mentioned before, a lot of the shows now aren't going to be making tape, which yeah. is good. And they, you know, uh, Dreisk himself said they don't want everything making tape to be hyper-analyzed by Fox, I guess, probably. But um, yeah, ended up sure. with the challenge, or she, you know, as we'll say, didn't back down, you know, called out a match, called a spot, and something like that. You know, in bet, I mean, she's had, what, three matches? This only a third, fourth match in WXW? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's only the third or fourth, and um, I, I will actually say that there's the whole thing about uh, bad people being the baddies being justified, uh, and you can kind of agree. As somebody who uh, used to do a lot of film production, I'd want a batter people who um, drop boom mics into the shot as well. So <laughs> I completely get that. No, um, but um, we're going to go into the match. Do you want to hop onto the match now? Or, um, um... Well, we've got the tag title thing first, we may as well hop on that. So, okay. uh, I was hungry, Rotten Flots against Fast Time Mudo. Uh, it was under Tornado Tag rules, which meant, sorry, Mudo, you were getting beaten like a goddamn drum, <laughs> at least going in. Um, but yeah, I mean, we kept it short. It wasn't, it was like just over 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, no tags, so you didn't have the whole thing of, you know, Mudo and one other being, you know, constantly being interrupted. You had the interruptions, but it wasn't the whole, you know, the usual three-way format. Um, yeah. I kind of enjoyed it, but again... You know, the fact you had Moodle by himself, he, it really did telegraph it. You know, this yeah. wasn't involved that way. I was surprised Rotten Flot won. I personally... I I'm not surprised. Sorry. I guess with, with you know, stuff that happened on the show, but, you know, you know before this, I thought, well, if it was going to be tag title change, I thought it was going to be back to the arrows. Um, I, no. I personally had Rotten Flot down as I'd be... The JFK, you know, or we want to rice pudding kind of tag festival winners, that kind of thing. We're going to do it. Yeah, but uh, Joe, I I think there's there's more legs in Rotten Foot, I think, than Arizona Hungry. I mean, the, the the thing I say, I love Arizona Hungry as a team. They think they're brilliant, and unfortunately, I've missed all of their 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 sort of UK run with RevPro. But well, um, they needed it as well this past Sunday. Yeah, but, um, whichever airline they were on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wiz, I think. Um, the um, the thing with obviously Ross and Flot is that I think Rotten Flot are there's a lot that they're positioning Rotten Flot as the the uh, the lackeys of of um, Tristan, aren't they? Really, that's, I think that's where they're positioning in the yeah, same way that they had. It is, yeah, like more of a you know, casual friendship kind of thing. In the same way that you had um, you had Andy with JFK. Sort of Andy with the belt, but JFK would occasionally sort of hang out with them, or or TKO would occasionally sort of hang out with him. So I feel that that sort of the thing, and I think there's no better way to justify that than having them justify them being, although they are sort of the comedy foils. I think for you know if there was a a Tisha sort of Tisha sort of uh, spat with them, there's there's there they are they are definitely going to be the comedy foils in anything like that. But they do also have legitimacy because they are they're winning these they're winning these matches. They're smart, incredibly smart tag team, yeah. and their 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 work is very good. Um, especially kind of they came out of nowhere for a lot of people. I think um, they've yeah, sort they of... on the empty arena shows. Like no Shank, no, it'd been a long while since he'd been on WXW, and it's like they were one of the guys that came. What was it the second set of three empty set tapings? Um, yeah, they weren't they weren't on Shotgun Twenty Twenty. Um, they weren't on that. Um, but they'd been 
obviously I knew Rotten Flock from. I mean, they did GWF, didn't they, for a bit? Well, no, uh, no, it was Muscle Catter and GWF. Muscle I definitely had seen Rotten Flock somewhere. I can possibly even Wrestling Cult. I think possibly I'd seen it there. Um, um, I, I know I'd heard the name before they did uh, Tag League, before they did, they did yeah. the MTV and stuff. Um, let me see what they did. So this before 2020, they'd done um, Nordish Fight Club, yeah. um, Pro Wrestling. I was aware of I, them. IPW Germany's might be one. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd seen them there, actually. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot more um, upwards trajectory with Rotten Flock than than the Arrows of Hungary. As I said, no disrespect to Arrows of Hungary, but I feel that Arrows of Hungary at this point would have been holding it to hold it. Um, there wouldn't have been... I don't think there's as many stories you can tell with Arrows as Tag Team Champions as there is with Rotten Flop. Yeah. So. And again, I mean, we've been entertaining, like, obviously, over the covered weekend, um, no, and we're more than just the entertaining fools. You know, they get, they're getting the job done, so... That's a little bit extra credibility. Um, we're going to be dry squashy stuff, and I, mean, I know I only gave us three stars, but I absolutely loved this match. Yeah, and like, in terms of taking someone who I would dare say for the uh, likes the, the Dresden crowd, sorry, no, maybe might have seen over carrot, no inner circle, but to get somebody new and okay, the results defeat. And I don't want to say, oh, like you say, when WWE puts someone in a, star, in a one decent segment, it's like, oh, it's a star making performance. But for this kind of level, you know, well, someone it, coming in, you know, third, fourth, how many matches in, new old, new crowd, and all she gets as much as she did against Dreisker. That's a hell of a way to you know, make an impression, regardless of that end result. And this is somebody that there's a lot of trust in, sort of, the, out, not not within the storyline, but this is somebody that there's a lot of trust in. And, you know, there was an interview with Dreisker. Um, I can't remember. I do apologize. I can't remember the actual podcast. It was one. It was but... uh, Grapple Theory. Grapple Theory. There we go. There was the, uh, the interview with Grapple Theory at Joyce Good. He basically said that all she is female Oscar. Um, and I think knowing how highly regarded Oscar is as a worker, that's a hell of a compliment. Um, so with that in mind, you're kind of thinking. And Joyce, I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't think Dreisk is a difficult person to work with. He's happy to work with everybody, but I feel that he wouldn't work for somebody if they weren't ready. No. Um, and Especially not a, like they did as, this as in Troubling and then turn it back, what, two, three weeks later. But that in itself is encouraging. Yeah, for sure. And um, as I say, as a promotion, they're not a promotion who puts people on who aren't ready. You know, there's, it's not like you know, there's people in the contenders division in RevPro who, I'll be honest, I don't think are ready for, for um, sort of the level of shows that they're on. Um, but yeah, this 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 match was this match was really really good fun, um, and I think um, there's a lot of interesting implications from the end of the match. Um, obviously, the arrows sort of came out at the end to defend the honor of Orshi. Um, but, and that, that spins into a whole bit, which yeah. I don't think really carried into Hamburg. But we'll touch upon it. But it's not carried into Hamburg, but it's not carried into Hamburg. Sorry, go for it. Oh, yeah, the stuff they dropped after the show, uh, that whole backstage thing uh, with uh, Lawrence Roman, and yeah, in the, no, so basically, I was hungry on the pre-show tomorrow. Dreisker's you no know, rubbing it in. No, no, 
you know, you were top of carrot, you know, you top of carrot since you lost the belt, you've done nothing, and now you're on the pre-show. So I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go back to my main event locker room. You pre-show guys can do what you want to do. So all the you know, cheeky little digs where it's like like say all the good bad guys, you can go, you just actually have a point. Yeah, and that's always the best way of doing it, um, for sure. Uh, not that you should be cheering for them, that's definitely not it, but but you know, it's it's um I think to, to, you could you could do a um, Dreisker versus Dovish, you know, match on one of these We Love Wrestling. That'd be a great match. Mm-hmm. Um, a Dreisker Icarus match. That's that's immediately you've got two great matches that you can throw out on the next couple of shows, and it's going to be really good fun. Um, so that's 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 with you know, it, do do you get a point where Dreisker has a a worker who he feels is worthy to work with, you know, it's the sort of thing I could imagine if he wasn't in the states and it was a normal world. You know, you, you I could see Dreisker going, well, Joe, it's somebody I respect and I think he's at the same level as me. Well, Alexander James here, you know, that sort of, you know, you could see you can see avenues they can go down or somebody, you know, another worker of a sort of a similar standard. You can sort of think, you know. You could do arrows versus Dreisker and respected worker who he, he feels is I mean, at the same level. I keep saying we've got tag festival, I mean, that's come up very quick. And yeah, that seem like a natural end game or payoff of sorts. Well, I think you could see, I think you could see Dreisker in the title, world title picture, to be completely honest at this point. But I, I think, um, there's, there's still a lot of uh, I was about to say a lot of football to be played. There's a lot of matches. There's a lot of matches well, to go. I know we cancelled the fans for the wrestlers game. But... Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, wrestling to get to be uh, to be done in between then and now. Really, um, I I can't predict anything that's going to go for Tag Fest yet. So, no time I do. I keep coming short, so I'll hold those predictions. But uh, next up, shotgun title, uh, Peter Dahani against Maggot. A decent match. Maggot won. Um, can't really I say think, much about it. I think it was a good performance from Tiani, as yeah, you'd expect. I think, but... So I think this is uh, uh, Tiani's first match since Coward Weekend, at least for the XW. I think that has kind of taken some of the, like, I won't say the shine, but it's taken a lot of the momentum that she'd had from that weekend. I mean, I'm not saying it's a lost cause or anything like that. I think definitely it's going to be the kind of thing where maybe Tagfest, maybe Coward next year, you get that hot travelling crowd, you get that buzz back. I think you know, we've always been kind, you know, especially with shotgun title, which has been on all the shows pretty much. You know, you're not going to pull the trick if he's not on all the shows. Well, he's only getting booked once every few weeks. You know, I guess you don't pull the trick on us. Yeah, I suppose you don't really know what what his situation is, really, do we? Um, you'd like to, you know, to to Hany, I think being put straight into a maggot match, which he's not going to win, it kind of immediately puts a bit of a ceiling on him. Um, you need him to have a Tehani rotation match at one of these next shows because Tehani's in the scramble, isn't he? At Broken Rules, uh, yes, he is the mystery yeah. event scramble. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's going to be there's going to be sort of positives from that. Um, I think he's going to probably do a good performance in that, but he needs he needs a couple of months of having you know good matches against good people, um, and. Then I think you could maybe look at him probably when we get towards Tag Fest. Do you, do you chuck a belt on him or do you give him a good good program with a 
with a dry school, you know, you could see, you could see, I, I could see actually in my head, in my mind's eye, I could see a dry Skatehani thing going on. Mm. Could you see it, you know, a, a guns to Hanny thing? You know, I could see, see that's, there's lots of, lots of really good people who I think he could probably work with very, very well, but I think he just needs, he needs more and more matches with, he needs more and more matches with established guys to sort of get to that point, I think. And speaking of main event, uh, Tristan Archer retained the Unified World Wrestling title of Axel Tisha. This went 23 minutes. Um, I would have gone into a lot more detail on this, but we ended up running the match back a couple of weeks late, so any takes on the uh, Dresden main event, or should we just hop over to Hamburg? Um, it was um, very... It was very nice. Um, it was it was built very very well. Obviously, being the whole homecoming thing, uh, Tristan beating him clean, clean as a whistle. Um, That's the one thing I really you know buried the lead on. So they had the two referees gimmick because uh, yeah. Tristan mentioned you know every match he's you know, taking cheap shots, he's taking low blows. So they had um, was it Ryan Ringer and Shooter Schultz as the two refs. Yeah, and no. For the most part, it worked. Then Rottenflot came out to save the day for Archer, uh, distracting both refs in one goal, um, yeah. which, if it works, it works. And but the, 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 final, the final part of it was still clean. Right? Yeah, I mean, like, in terms of the interference. Yeah, well, I, mean, I suppose it was, yeah. Refs. But again, you know, again, it's the whole thing of it, you know, that did set up a rematch if they wanted one, and may as well make the bridge over, so Originally, we meant to have had um, was it uh, Tristan against Jonathan Gresham in Hamburg last week. Yeah. Uh, Gresham pulled out, so instead we got an Ironman match. I'm, yeah, I'm uh, very well. Uh, it, it seems harsh, but I'm very glad that I didn't go to Hamburg because <laughs> yeah, I was I planning mean... on I was planning on going to this show um, because um, it was the Queen's, it was the Platinum Jubilee, so it was. Uh, two days I wouldn't have to take off work um, it, but the the flights and hotel tickets were ridiculous the flights cost um, half term and yeah, so, going on power airports yeah, all, the, all the mummies taking their kids to Hamburg apparently um, <laughs> yes, I, mean, I think they said this was the first time man match, at least the German because I listened to the German commentary first you know, to you know, get both this watch okay uh, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, so Sebastian and Christian on German Conch, and I think they said this was the first Ironman match in 15 years. I can completely understand why. Now. I mean, look, it's, you know, it's modern day. We all have short attention spans. Um, yeah. I think doing, you know, knowing what we, if we knew then what we knew now, if we knew now what we, whatever, yeah, I wouldn't I do this match after the Dresden match. If you no, know, if you had to do the Ironman match, you do that in Dresden and save a two referee gimmick for something else. To me, having these two so quick on top of each other, I mean, you, you know, because of the situation, you didn't really get a, even like a, a template promo or anything like that to set it up. Which again, I'm, I'm not knocking XW, You know, stuff happens. They, you know, their hands literally were tied on this. Yeah, it was a day beforehand. Yeah. So, but, so yeah, you no, know, just the main event when we get there, but. Um, First time in over two years in Hamburg, that's power crowd was back and they bloody lifted the show. Yeah, um, it was. Oh, no, you said. For, you know, well, you I watched it with English commentary. And... Um, 
and apparently it is louder on the German dub, but the English dub, it was dead quiet. Um, the, the the for the first half anyway, up until up until to be honest, the entire show was really quiet on the um, English dub, uh, and I think you concur as well, didn't you? There's bits I uh, like to compare and contrast with. Yeah, it did seem bits, um, not like not like you know, shouting men whispering, but it was noticeable points. Yeah, yeah. So there there was a bit of a dis- discrepancy in sort of the dub from that. Um, but yeah, it was. It's 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 a for me. It's it's my favourite venue I've ever watched wrestling in. Um, I think the the Mark Tyler is just brilliant. Um, it's I wouldn't want to do a weekend of there. Um, but I feel that it's it's a venue that every European, every fan of wrestling in Europe should go to at least once. Yep. Um, it's 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 like a it, it feels like it's, it's it's a very different place to the Turbine Halle. Um and for many people that is WXW Turbine Halle, but for me it's the the biggest, it's the best crowd of any. Uh, and that's why I was so disappointed by the the, the sort of the audio mixing or wherever it was. It, it's the best crowd in 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 Germany, if not Europe, and it's lively. It's got a great sort of the setup of the room. I mean, is... I guess folks haven't described it. No, I'm going to compare it to a venue a lot of people probably haven't seen. Like Revolution used to run the cockpit, which was you know the ring was in the middle, was in the round, but. I guess it's kind of like that, just a little bit bigger. You had anteed standing in the crowd. So it wasn't like all seat with maybe 20 people by the ring. It was like almost like for, an old school football stadium. So no, I was literally about to say, for me, it's like watching a, a non-league football team in the sense you might have two stands on either side, but you've also got a, a terrace. You've got terrace on either side at either end. So you have a terrace terrace atmosphere but you've also got obviously the raised seats yeah so there's not a bad it is like watching at you know braintree town or something like that it's it's that sort of uh watch the groundhoppers go for more than that um but it's, 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 it's increasingly niche now references here <laughs> it's like watching it at something you know like a boring wood or something like that it's it's the it's the uh sort of the the seated the seated stands on one side plus the terrace and it's a rising terrace on one side and the other one's a flat one Near the near the um, near the angle entrance row entrance way that's what I meant um, the entrance way and um, yeah so for, for it's a for me it is it is the best venue in in Germany the show then, itself show sure, yeah yeah uh, I mean I don't want to say I didn't think many great shakes for sure I mean it was fine the crowd definitely you know kicked up the arse and again that's you not know, me watching yeah. Germany. So opening match, uh, Jern Simmons Lavaniel against Rotten Flosh, non-title, um, and you know bringing up the Jern and Lavaniel stuff. Lavaniel's been apologetic throughout for what happened. Yeah. Don't uh, apologise, just be better. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to be sorry. I just need to be better. Which, yeah, that very pointed, Jern. Yeah, um, and I think that that it's a very relatable thing, and you know, no matter how much you like somebody, if you if you make consistently cocked things up you get fed up of it and yep. that, i don't think that's a, uh, i i really hope that doesn't get a point where well i you know i think yearn is works yearns has always been a tweener for me anyway regardless of whether he's been 
when he's been bad, he's been justifiably bad, I think. But when he's been good, I've always felt he's had the the rough edge on him as well. Yeah. Um, play both roles, so, uh, yeah. But um, yeah, this he's one... authentic wherever, whichever way he is. Yeah. There we go. This one, it, you know, unfortunately, Daniel wasn't better in this match. Um, no. Yeah, you know, absolutely dominated for new tag champs. Then Vangel wants to attack him to prove he's better. He goes for his big finish. And then he's thrown into Yearn. Yearn's knocked outside. I think we call it the Snapchat DDT, the old Eminem tag finisher. And yeah, back <laughs> to well, the cool. it, That's what I think Sebastian called it, the Snapchat. The Snapchat, okay. I didn't know. I think I got inspiration <laughs> about Instagram, fella. I wonder what the hell he's doing when he's not being thrown into me. <laughs> yeah, you've got quite quite with him now, aren't you? Two weeks in a row, Jesus. At least he's at Forbidden Door, you know. Uh, I'm not going to yeah. be in Chicago, so you know, plenty of miles distance. But uh, from there, backstage, Dan Malman with rotation. You know, we just talked about his two of the US, talked about that. He injured his foot there, but he's still wrestling. Uh, Rotation's brought a friend with him, and I'm just going to say this now. Apologies, because I Leah know Bloom. I'm going to butcher this guy's name. Ilya Bloom. Yep, it's written Elijah. But Leah, I think Leah Bloom is Leah like Leah Dragonov, but it's yeah. about Elijah. Um, but yeah, he's been called the prospect for year. He's been brought to Mark Tal to sample the atmosphere, and you know, this is what you can get if you do good, son. Which, you know, not a bad way to introduce somebody new. You know, he's, he's base rotation second, and um, yeah, go backstage to uh, Sebastian Suave, who's just warming up and you know, distracting everyone while doing so. Um, Guess the main bit here was Norman Harris. He wants to end Bobby Gunn's streak, and apparently had a game made, but didn't turn up in time, which was a big thing. Yeah, just going back to the um, the Joyce rotation one because we um, we did to skip the match, but uh, yeah. no, we did for two seconds back to back then the match. Oh yes, sorry. Okay, there we go. Um, so so going on to the um, the Joyce rotation match, which it was a short one, and um, you know not a work rate match for sure, but. Um, I thought this was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and um, you've gone three here. Um, and It's the same I've... three with the Osha stuff. Like, and I know everyone's having debates about star ratings. For me, yeah. I find it really hard to go high if a match is short. It's like, yep, that's fair. You know, it's like, I know some people like, oh, when it's like a G1 match with Shabbat, it's like, oh, it's 10 minutes of five stars. Great. And I probably have gone, but like, when you've got a match where it's, yeah. One-sided, understandably so. It's telling a story, and the story's being told really well. So, fantastic match. If you're going to rate it not, not with maybe Dave Meltzer glasses on, it's not going to go high, but in terms of what it was, what it actually achieved, you, know, you had Ilya Bloom you know, you know, taking a few bumps for rotation because obvious reasons. The whole way of rotation was selling the foot from the start because he had no bloody choice. Which, you know, yeah. again, it's not, not yeah, doing a full 40 year thing, but, you know, it's, you know, he brought it up, it played in the storyline, it played beautifully in the match, but, yeah, Robert Dreisker, back-to-back shows where, you know, good match worked in, you know, real-world situations, whether it's, you know, uh, a female wrestler in one case or an injury in this one, um, no, absolutely, he's knocking one out of the park and ignore the number of asterisks next to the uh, match reviews. It's it's another it's another example of I, I I genuinely think at this point every time he does one it gets better and better. I genuinely think Dreisker is one of the best um, 
is this the right word to use? Special set? Um, like set plays? Just general brawls, I think. Yeah. Just uh, not not in ring brawls, but sort of, I, I'm going to say special set because I, I'm going to include obviously all the backstage sort of brawly sort of things. So this match, um, the one from Vea, the uh, the carrot match against Simmons in backstage, which I, admittedly is not the best, but it's a very good example of it. One of um, Norman, the the Norman Academy brawl. I think Jin, he's got a he's he's very very quietly built up a very very good and mm-hmm. like every Kingle Kavig Schlack match as well, which I'm going to sort of include in it as well. He's built up a very very um, good catalogue of special set matches. I'm going to call them that, where he. he I can't think of anyone who does them better in Europe, really. And whether it's just because he does more than anybody else, I don't know. But this this was... And, like, there was the, the Walter the Walter Avalanche match at Carrot two or three years back. This was the same yeah. sort of thing. There was a lot of it during the Gresham match. He does you have your style, you lean into it, you don't try... No. It's like everyone, no, everyone else, you do your style, not wrestle your match, but you do your style... You excel at it if you try and be everything to everyone. You no, know, you can't please everyone all the time. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And Avalanche yeah. knows that. So Robert Dreisky is going to kill me if I use if I did name. But Dreisky, he knows his style. He he's, that's yeah. his thing now. It's and the strength he's got, and it's yeah, it's very very it's 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 a it's a very underappreciated thing I think about him and his work. And um, I say I think if you're only watching Carrot and only or if you're only watching Carrot once a year, that's your only exposure to WXW. And fair enough, you're probably not going to see it. But I think um, it's 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 an aspect I don't think is talked about enough, really. So after that, we had um, Tommy Geeson announcing the card change for those who hadn't been away. A brief segment of Tristan Archer and Axel Tischer based on the second Ironman match. And then we had Sebastian Suave's bass heavy music, which, yeah, my ears were still ringing for a bit. Um, Norman Harris, I would say, was like doing, you no know, wrestling, like doing pee in his underwear, but what wrestling is pee in your underwear. He ended up wrestling in a suit, a vest, and I'd almost say it was like, I don't know if it's for your time, like Bull Cannon. Yeah, it was a little bit like that, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, so it Norman and Sebastian Suave against Fiorni Friends. Um, yeah, it, I think look, this was you know, Norman wrestling in his um, no, business casual gear, I think he called it, and you no, know, not being ready. Yeah, you know, trying to end Bobby's. Uh, it says like you know, multiple year. I had this written down, but I delete. But that winning run in Hamburg is still ongoing. Um, because Norman was never gonna break it, and as we said, you know. We're probably gonna to have to wait for um Junior to come back and do it, but Junior or or maybe Oscar. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fine. Yeah, I, I don't know. That sounds like it's uh, not backhand, but it was fine. Or what it was. Like, yeah, it was what it was. You know, got both Norman and Sebastian Suave on the card. Um, you know, nobody embarrassed themselves. No, um, and let's say I'm happy to see Suave. Um, so I think all, all of the Smash lads are brilliant, to be honest. Um, I, I, I uh, after a couple of weeks back, or a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking, oh, I wonder, like, is there any recent Smash shows on WSW now? And then I was like, oh, no, there's not. And then I went on Cage Match and I hadn't had a show since 2020. 
Oh, so I have got one coming up soon. Uh, so they're actually returning. They're returning in this month, I believe. So it's kind I, of like their warm-ups kind of thing. Yeah, so it's kind of... Um, I'm actually quite excited to see sort of... Because everybody who Smash have brought over, I've loved. I think they're brilliant. Uh, and it's kind of a shame that it's... They've had... <laughs> that my exposure to them was at Carrot 2020, and they've not had a show since before Carrot 2020. Sod's Law. So, so it's a bit of Sod's Law, so I'm actually quite excited for that, but... It's good the to see like one big lot and then split up into weekly hours, isn't it? Sorry, they once they tape like one big day of yeah. wrestling, then it's split I... up, so it's not necessarily you no know, whatever match won't necessarily be in order to like, Um, yeah, I think, but this is actually a show they're bringing back, like a like a an event sort of feature, not not a TV sort of. taping. Yeah, so that is sort of something that's coming in the next couple of months, next couple of weeks, or maybe in a month or so. Definitely so. keep an eye on that, Ben, because, yeah. Um, yeah, like I say, the Smash lads have, pardon the pun, Smash and been over in Germany, but yeah. um, so afterwards, uh, have the usual Dan interview, Norman fires him for uh, being unprofessional. Um, so suspended without pay is a bit of a distinction there, but um, so I guess we're getting a new interview for the coming shows. Um, ben had the finale. Between Nigel Blanc and Senza Volto. Uh, this one was what, 15 minutes? And apart from one bit at the end where it felt like time stood still, I loved this. Yeah, it was a lot better than the one from True Colors. Um, again, the same criticisms from the previous one. I kind of not going to repeat them, but I thought this one was a lot better than the one from um, True Colors. Um, there, were, there was obviously the little wobble <laughs> they did have. Um, but yeah, I quite, I quite like this one. Um, and as I think, looking at the rating, you did reflect, you did rate it slightly higher as well. So, I think it's one. I think it's one of those that you know did play a little bit off the past matches, but the post match was the whole. Or sense of all those the more senior of the two, they've been presenting Maz. Or idols now being shown as is equal. So you, it's not you no know, before. It's not student nope. and teacher. It's yeah. Meanwhile, since I haven't been in WXW before the close set day, so now they're both on the same level. So now you can they'll pivot away during Sensor's time off, and if you want, put Idle Blanc in a shotgun match. No, or no, somewhere it's not just oh, it's no, he's the card and sends and Idle Blanc. You know that kind of uh, card below. So, and again, I don't know. No, we said not to do predictions, but if they were going to have them have them on a tag festival. Well, both of being on the same level now means it's not he's yeah, the guy hurt all over plus his mates. Yeah, and I think especially coming from Carrot, it was Idle Blanc was the one that people were talking about more, I think, than Sense of Alto. Yeah. Um so with that in mind, you kind of it's it's been a I, Everything I said about Peter Tahanyi, repeat for Angle Blanc yeah. earlier. Needs um, to have a run against needs, wrestlers, maybe storyline, maybe a no, more of a firmer character. But no, again, no. I mean, if you look at the WXW roster page, it's not that deep, but there's a lot of talent on there. And it's not, yeah. oh, it's not, no, not saying we, we like these guys from one match, no, they're great. There's genuine talent there. And no, when these all clicked here, I mean, you said before, we talk about. Almost like the Rex was in 2014, 2015. The pieces yeah. are still being built. Yeah, for sure. And as, as long as they don't lose anybody, um, there's a lot 
well, you will lose people over the time anyway, just to, as the as the way of the business, isn't it? But yeah, there's there's not there's not um, you know, Igle Blanc against anybody on this on this roster page will probably be quite good. Um, there's not there's not any dead weight, I don't think, at the moment. So, so again, after match, uh, they kind of built for tag title thing, which you know is now up, up in smoke because Sense had surgery, so. Well, probably pivot back to that at some point. Then uh, we had Cycle Mike against Vincent Heisenberg. Heisenberg's yeah, doing this was a, this was a hell of a shame because obviously Cycle Mike was very popular in yep. Oberhausen um, at Carrot Weekend. Unfortunately, Heisenberg isn't Oberhausen as we've we've said before, yep. and this was crickets. Um, don't think they really got it. There was people sat there with their arms crossed and on their phone and. Looking at the watches, um, which is a real, real shame. You could hear there was points where you could hear the air conditioning. Might have just been the editing, but it was a real shame that um, definitely the weakest thing on the show by far. So afterwards, um, yeah. so win by count out. Afterwards, um, Heisenberg went after Cycle Mike again. Levaniel made the save. Yearn then made the save, and we now get last man standing tomorrow. With broken rules. Yearn and Heisenberg, which yeah, it's I, I don't want to say this as all oh, no, it's a test for Heisenberg. But I mean, in terms of you no, know, it's a big, big match on a you know, pretty big card for WXW. This is one way he's got to you know, show he can step up. Yeah, I'd probably say this. Uh, this maybe Kavich like slightly bigger, but this is probably one of Heisenberg's in biggest terms of singles match at least. Yeah, it's his biggest singles match. I probably I still think the. Kfig Schlack is probably bigger. But yeah, it's it's for sure it's the biggest match, singles match he's had. Um I'm intrigued because I'll be honest, Heisenberg's never been somebody I've particularly warmed to. Um I think he's fine. Um but I don't know. there's he doesn't have the there's the there's the the little bit of spice I think I like in my guys, and he doesn't really have that for me. Um, but I think you know it's, it's, you just got to see how this plays out over a couple of weeks, months. I think, and say everyone, everyone at that sort of ex- level of experience is, you know, is behind because for so much of their career they've raced, they've worked behind closed doors. Yeah, and we swear to God we didn't time this, but we've just crossed the hour mark. So let's start about talking about the sixty-minute Ironman match. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear to God we didn't time this. We haven't been doing the hand signal saying no. Why no stretch was out, but yeah, yeah. So, um, week earlier, uh, Tristan retained in Dresden, you know, despite the two refs thing. Now it's a 60 minute main event, and yeah, I'm not a fan of Ironman matches. No, neither am I. Neither I mean, eight minutes, 30 minute ones you can kind of get by, but as soon as you say 60 minutes, you're telling the crowd that 45 middle 30, 35, and then the final bit. And unfortunately, you got battle as well. And the, the the other problem is is that this show was not live, so unless you was at the show, you knew the result of this because. Mm-hmm. So, you you kind of just all you needed to do is watch the falls. To be completely honest, it was um, let's say they were backed into a corner. I can kind of, I get it. I get why they did it. It's probably just as good as anything else, but for me, it was just it's not something I. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't really befitting of a 
marks for the main yeah, event. Yeah, again, you know, you know, you've thrown into a corner last moment. Yeah, I, I you know, even scratch my head now. I can't think. You know, what could you put on that would have been better? And that's not knocked anybody on the roster. No. And you know, Christ Pro had the same thing a week earlier. Yeah. You lose, you know, half your main events. Like, well, do you completely throw out the card you've advertised? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, they didn't even have Maggot. Because he was in, yep, yeah, he, he was, at, he was at progress. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, you might have been able to do an interesting thing with Maggot, maybe. You know, you could have done a champion versus champion match or something like that. And I think that probably would have been quite a good thing to just flick but in. They did but... tend to do the um, champion challenge stuff in Hamburg, didn't they? Back yeah. The so, like, I think if they'd had Maggot, they probably could have done something interesting with that. They could have done, you know, a, a tag, a big tag main, like a big tag main. I've they've had a few times in Hamburg. You know, when I think in particular there was the Ilya and David Starr versus um, Ilya and Starr versus Thatcher and Walter. Like that was a big tag match that they had in Hamburg in the past. And you, you know, I think you could have done something with that. But uh, they. I don't know. They've obviously wanted to do again. This adds a bit more legitimacy to Tristan Archer because he's kind of beaten Tisha every time he's been faced him, pretty much. Really, isn't he? Um, uh, yeah, because it's Tristan, what, it's, yeah, yeah. Tristan, the only title he's one time he's lost obviously the first one against Yearn, which yeah, I think even we said at the time might be to extend stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, in, in terms of that, no. I mean, the match wasn't bad. If it'd been half an hour instead of a full hour. No, I would have been much more upbeat on it, but yeah, yeah. It, it did feel by the end. No, but I don't say we ran out of ideas because that's just no. If the situation ruined, I don't want to say say as harsh as that, but yeah, if it'd been a half an hour Ironman match, it probably would have been a lot better and would have connected a lot well with a lot more with the crowd. Because I think as well, from, I remember um, was it Stricker when he was live tweeting this. It was like ten past ten when the belt when the main event starts. You're looking like ten past eleven finish, plus whatever afters. Um, yeah, you saw a lot of people clock watching. Yeah, and it's you look at the the match times of the other things, and you think, well, do you know what? I could have quite happily had another five minutes of Dreisko rotation, or even said um, Dreisko against Ilya Bloom. Yeah, you could. I would have quite happily had. Yeah, let's let's do that afterwards. Um, yeah, the I could, you know, the Levaniel Yearn versus Rotten Flop could have probably gone ten. Yeah, I, I suppose we went that short. Probably, and it was like I could have quite happily. There was no women's match on this show. Um, I would have quite happily have had a Allison versus I don't know Allison versus Orshi match or something like that. You know, I the sixth. You have to. I think you have to have something very, very good to watch sixty minutes, and especially when anybody watching on VOD knows the result at this point. So it's it's just, uh, yeah, it, it didn't really click for me. It was a bit, to be completely honest, it was a bit of a disappointing card. Uh, Specifically, a disappointing show, and it's. I think it's one of the worst. Not worst. It, it wasn't bad. I'm not going to say that, but it was definitely one of the weak. It's probably the weakest show from WXW I've seen since the return to crowds. For sure, yeah, and all they said was it'd be um, the Blitz Tony Cut Grand Prix. They really didn't like me personally. I didn't yeah. think it was that hard, but again, that was one of those cases where you know, painted into a corner, in, yeah, you have to have the entire thing out, yeah. But again, you live and learn. It's not again, you know, I don't, I'm not saying you no, know, every card like this, if you have an impulse, you keep somebody off, 
you know, just in case, because that is absolutely not viable. But no. yeah, it, no. it, it, it was what it was. You do, uh, you do the best of what you have. Yeah. And um, I think, um, as, a, as I said, it was a, it was a, it was a weak show. It wasn't a bad show. It served its purpose in sense. It's, it's, it's progressed a few storylines um, for a week, but I'm not likely to ever watch this show again. Maybe I don't feel the rotation like... stuff with Dryskin Lee then that would be yeah. like yeah, but I, You know, a few weeks back I watched um a few weeks back I watched True Colors twenty seventeen. Um which Where did really you watch that show. like? That's on WXW now. Um so I watched True Colors twenty seventeen the other week and it was brilliant. No, twenty eighteen, sorry, twenty eighteen. Um and it was great and it was it was there was things in it that I remembered and, you know, things I've picked up again and it was really, really good fun. I don't think I'd ever watch this one again. I don't feel like in three or four years' time I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to watch We Love Wrestling 32. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll see the, the Iron Man uh, poster and go, nah, I think I'm all right. Uh, anyway, it just weren't for me. It won't say it was bad. It just wasn't my, wasn't my, wasn't my thing. Yeah, I've just pulled up at uh, True Close 2018 card. The future Hector on there, which, yeah, that's um, just going through old WXW cards and seeing who's had repackages and who's, you know, reinvented themselves. That's, um, yeah, that caught, that caught me off guard, as did uh, Dunksella Davis winning a shotgun title four way contendership match. Was with Daisy. That was a very good show, that one. Very good show. But, um, you know, past, so obviously, past we've got a couple of uh, big shows this weekend. Uh, so WXW is basically taping out for the rest of the month. Uh, start Broken Rules 20 tomorrow. All of these are in the Turbine Hall, so Saturday, June 11th. A main event is a rematch of the 16 Carrot Gold Finals. Jonathan Gresham against Robert Dreisker. Yeah. Got the last man standing, uh, Yearn Vincent Heisenberg match. Tables elimination, uh, Schenkenberg Charisma defending the tag titles against uh, Bobby Guns and Michael Knight. Axel Tisha Noir, Marcus again and Baby Allison against Eva Klasky and Sebastian Suave. The Vinyl vs. Psycho Mike and that surprise benefit scramble rotation, Orshi, Eigelblank, Peter Tahani, Hector Invictus, and Masha Slamovich, with the winner getting a benefit that they don't know about until they win the match, which could go um, so many different ways. Yeah, don't know where that goes. I mean, I don't know whether it's going to be a shotgun match on another, on the Wheel of Wrestling tapings, maybe, I don't know. You don't know. There's a, there's a few options, isn't there? And of course, we have the warm up match. Uh, I was so hungry against Ilya Bloom and Danny Frey. You know, we touched earlier where uh, Dreis was mocking the arrows for falling from falling from being the tag champs to the spot for in. And they've not been releasing the dark the pre show matches before, so I don't know whether this is going to be one they're going to put up to keep the storylines going. But like, You'd they still have so. released the carrot, um, alternate five way. Ben actually used the damn thing this year. I don't remember the five way from Carol. <laughs> oh, hell um, yeah. It's one that. Hector was in it. I know that. Hector, yeah, Hector's in it and he ended up getting in. Um, yeah, because I am um, absolutely drawn blank. Yeah. It, was, it was an inch and he ended up being, uh, being put in. It was Marius. That was it. Alani yes. uh, won, but couldn't continue with injury. So Hector ended up coming in. So. Yeah, they've taped the match, obviously, but not been released yet. Um, yeah, you wonder that. Why? So, well, if this uh, drops on, well, this one drops on demand on YouTube, we'll know there's um, angle alert, I guess. But 
Uh, so your broken rules bats can be available on WXW now this Wednesday, June 15th in German, uh, Thursday, June 16th in English. Then this Sunday, June 12th, they're taping two Wheel of Wrestling shows. Obviously, we don't have a full card, but uh, what we have announced, and we haven't said if it's for Wheel of Wrestling. Uh, Jonathan Gresham against uh, Tristan Archer for the WXW title. Uh, New Progress champion Chris Ridgway against Fast Time Mudo. Jörn Simmons, Levaniel, and Psycho Mike against Tristan Archer and Rotten Flot. Axel Tisch against Peter Dehani. A Tag Festival qualifier, Magden Heisenberg against Bobby Guns and Michael Knight. Hector Invictus against Michael Knight. I guess most are going to be back to back, of course. And Masha Slamovich against Bobby Guns. Also listed as uh, Sebastian Suave, Robert Dreisker. And Norman Harris has promised a sexy return. When they used to be a bastard as well. Yeah, it's Mott Van Kunder. <laughs> it has to be Mott Van Kunder. Who else is it going to be? The sexiest wrestler of them all. Maybe it's after Andy coming back from Dubai. Well, well, yeah, he's not. He seems to be back in Germany now. I think he was. He was. Uh, he was pulling our legs. I think with the whole moving to Dubai thing because he seems to be back in Germany more now. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Andy is a very sexy guy, so I suppose that's that makes that that, that scans. But um, see, so yeah, if that's obviously that's not the entire lineup, will be stuff from Broken Rules padding out, I'd guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for two shows, uh, June twenty second, June 29th for German. Stick a day on for the English commentary with Dave Bradshaw. Uh, we'll be talking about those, I'd guess, next month, depending on how quick they turn yep. around. A uh, few more shows yeah, in between be. weeks and months. Uh, the final Directors uh, Wrestling Academy show in Essen. Uh, that's July 2nd, 4 o'clock bell time. They're doing a flea market with bits and pieces of the old academy before they moved Tim's house to Gelsenkirchen. And I, I know the last few Academy shows, they've not been taping for On Demand. But I really want to see, even just, you no, know, not even a proper trainee, but the last thing on this show, if it's going to be taped, has to be Robert Dreisker chucking out a trainee. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe even a trainee getting the getting their upper hand. That would be equally as good. And build uh, it in, uh, build into the fight forever stuff. I've heard worse ideas. Yeah. I, um, I really hope that does make tape as a show, to be honest, because um, it's a very special venue. Um, it's the... It's one of the... You know, it's a place where lots of very, very happy memories. I think a lot of people have of of WXW come from the academy site of you know great, not only great matches from the inner circle shows, but also great angles from the past. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I really hope they do get that. It would be a real shame if they don't put it on tape, but we don't really know really. So I mean, I'm also I really gutted. I'm not going to be at that flea market because I bet there's some right interesting stuff. There. I need to get in touch with someone see if, what if they can at least get like a listing of what they have because I, I yeah. probably don't have room now, but I'm sure I could make room for some stuff. But yeah, I'd have to get it sent though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Can you just yeah. keep Gelsenkirk until September? But I mean, one thing we'll say with the um, Academy in Essen, like and we touched on this, you know, back when we did the carriage review. That venue has been, and we've talked about, you know, Turbine Hall, you know, uh, Mark Hall. As far as small, intimate venue, that's my favourite venue in all of Europe, just because, again, you not know, wrestling in Britain, you're not really usually able to get back close to brewing. So, you know, Carrot this year, when they, you know, I've this is your favourite. This is your favourite German venue. 
Uh, for some small shots. Oh, for small shows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like because you're you know, back up and close because you don't really have any bloody choice. <laughs> um, mind if that being said, you know, I probably aren't going to miss you know standing ringside and having to you know duck halfway because somebody's signed to do a baseball drop kick in your face. But the only thing I don't like about the um, the academy is the toilets. Um, yeah, I never had because I've, I've been locked in them toilets three times. <laughs> Well, we just talked about once in Gelsenkirk and the locks work, and you, you know you don't get yeah. bugs. I have actually, I have actually looked at the the venue, and it, I've not seen the toilets, obviously, but it does seem like quite a modern place. So um, I actually think it's yeah. going to be quite cool. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really um, sad about potentially because yeah, genuinely, I got locked in the toilets for about five minutes at the last show. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, it's so... happened like three or four times. It's ridiculous. It's like resistance gallery toilets all over again. Yeah, Let's, yeah. At least the resistance gallery, like, I don't that's the Sort of hear the thing. You're literally in the basement in the in the academy. So not my favorite. More than you scream. Yeah. There's some of the cards we've got. Of course, we mentioned earlier the WXW against APC fight for powers two. Um, nothing announced yet, but the poster's got Robert Dreisker, rotation maggot. Baby Allison, Yearn Simmons, Idol Blanc, Rick Salem, and without his direction of belt, Tristan Archer on the post tonight. Really mm. don't know anything into this, but Maggot's got his belt. That's yeah, that's interesting. Okay, well, I suppose in 48 hours we will know what well, time of recording, 48 hours we'll know if that's just me being cynical or not. But um see that's July 10th in Nanterre, then elsewhere in July, Batch Cap, Frankfurt, July 16th. Finally, and I know Tass is going to have a, a big sigh of relief when this happens, unless I know monkeypox. And I'm touching what he so doesn't curse him. They finally won the club from Helen Erfurt on July 17th. That was the last show they've had to cancel, I believe, from pre-COVID. Yeah, or reschedule. So, so we've got that. Fingers crossed, my course head, and then back in Hamburg, uh, for Grun Span on July 23rd for Dead End. Uh, August 6th, back at Viterbian, half a shortcut for top, and then we mentioned this briefly earlier, August 7th, the debut show at the Wrestling Academy in Gelsenkirchen, the Fight Forever shows, which you know, I think what they said was uh, Academy versus uh, not some main roster guys, so maybe some of the stuff we've seen on the Academy cards, which haven't made tape like your Alfred Kevin's yeah. uh, rotation, that kind, which and these are being taped, I believe, was it for the Billy Billy deal they're doing? Yeah, YouTube. but it's also going on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. So it's yeah. not, you're not going to go on, I'm not saying dodgy websites, I'm not going to besmirch everyone who likes Billy Billy, but it's going to be available on sites you probably use more frequently and, yeah, more content. And no. I'm very intrigued by how they're going to come out. Um, yeah. If it's just going to be Academy shows, then fine. But if you're going to get a sneaky, you know, if you get a sneaky. Uh, you know, Bobby Gunn's sneaky only for only friends versus arrows, a hungry match on there or something like that. If you get something like that, that'd be kind of really good yeah. fun. Um, and I think that would be good, sort of at least from a marketing perspective. If you if you can if you can throw out a, um, you know, say if we get somebody on tour, if you could throw out, a, I'm picking a name like let's say Daniel Garcia or something comes goes on on tour with. With WXW for you know for six months. Let's say this was two years ago, but you know Daniel Garcia has a month in Oberhausen, and he, you know, he 
they chuck out a rotation versus Daniel Garcia match on YouTube, somebody's going to type it in and go, oh, I put whack that on. It's just, just good. Because I think that was how I discovered WXW. It was because I was, you know, searching for people and I was like, oh, this is a match from Germany. And it was it's how I found a lot of these things. So Because yeah. it was the old shotgun where you could watch, you know, Pete, there was a Pete Dunne match on there, you know, against Toby Blunt or something like that. And it was one you could sort of just access really easily. And you kind of need that, I think, sort of. It's it's as, as good as word of mouth, really, yeah. stumbling upon it. Have a paywall, but have like your gateway drug, for one better word. As long as you don't do like what another German promotion does and have pictures of the women wrestlers' bums in the thumbnails, um, <laughs> going for the old algo uh, algorithm. Yeah, I mean, uh, as long as you don't do what another promotion does in Germany for that, for that. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, I think uh, it's a good way of sort of getting drumming up a bit of um, passing trade, as I think is what we'd call it, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that's all the cards we have announced until or events anyway until World Tag Festival in September, October. And again, you know, probably expecting a few more to be announced. You know, plenty of stuff going on in the next few weeks. But uh, Mike, guess that's it for another episode. We've gone longer than the Iron Man match, so at least we didn't give away the results before we started. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean I think you would have had more fun listening to us than watching that match. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. You didn't go as long as the podcast I did yesterday with Arn, so... <laughs> that one, so... Yeah, so, yeah, you said so Groundhop Sky got the tinyurl.com slash football. If you, unless you want to search on YouTube. Oh, you, you, you've given us a tiny URL, have you? Um, it's yeah, in the podcast notes, but yeah, it's easy. Yeah. I guess some folks easy to click to uh, copy and paste, but anything else to plug? Uh, no, not really. Um, yeah, just uh, check us out. Check out the Groundhopper's Guide on YouTube. Type in Groundhopper's Guide on and Eddie. Uh, that's usually how you can find it. Um, yeah, we we did we did a end of season special, uh, and we talked about basically we'd almost did like an awards show um, for the year we've just had. So episode ten, and uh, if you want to slam likes and subscribes on there, that'd be lovely. But um, yeah, apart from that, not really much to promote. I guess the usual stuff, um, obviously, backbodydrop.com for reviews. Uh, I was on the Must See Matches podcast last month with uh, Mark Buckley and Kieran Fort talking about Walter and Tim Thatcher from Progress in 2018. Yes, I saw about that. So that's up for free on their Twitter. I think theirs is at Must See Matches, nice and easy. Um, it was backbodydrop.com for reviews. And yeah, of course, you're on the website or know to get this podcast. And we'll be back in a few weeks for Broken Rules and whatever else from Wheel of Wrestling Drops. So thanks again, Mike. Thank you very much for having me. And we'll see you in a few weeks' time. Cheers.